right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Elio. He's Ben. This is PNC Production Wrestling Podcast. Ben, what is going on? How was your week? Very good, up until the point you tried to make me pee my pants before I came on here. I don't know, what, you're all... talk- I don't know what you're talking about. Well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Canelo was extremely late hopping on the uh, hopping on the podcast this evening. How dare he keep me waiting? You owe me a chocolate chip cookie, you dumb bitch. Well, we're 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 we're, we're baking a cake tomorrow. Yes, and and then and then secondly, um, you know, you, you you scared the piss out of me with these Satan's little helpers. Uh, infomercials you were running in my messenger and then you show me the picture as soon as you hop online here that was something else and then and then ladies and gentlemen when that didn't work to his satisfaction he was showing me a screen promo picture and and by and by the way i will say this on the air i'm not too much of a horror um fan no I've, i've i've seen to that with with uh, me creeping in my co-host out with my weekly profile pictures. Yes, well, <laughs> I, I believe I believe you started this, um, you know, the year before last around Halloween time, and and since then I haven't been able to view horror movies quite the same. <laughs> oh, what do I do? I just love I just love messing with you. Yes, it is fun. Because the reaction on your face, you're like, uh, <laughs> um, like, is there a problem? Oh, yeah. Filthy <laughs> <laughs> charged. <laughs> okay, so, um, how has your week been? Um, it's it been a little slow, but, uh, but thankfully, we're we're starting to um, develop some uh, s- some events on the schedule to get me out of my hibernation. So, uh, are things opening up or where you are? Uh, yeah, and um, and I found out yesterday that um, I'm going to uh, Ring of Honor Best in the World on the ele- on the eleventh. So that's gonna be good. Wow! With who? Who's uh, who's going? Just you or like um, who's it, going? It's it's my dad, my best friend. It's my dad, my best friend, my nephew, and me. Wow, that's pretty cool. So this, so I guess we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get an update on that on the following weekend. Absolutely, um, and then and then. Miraculously, my arm didn't fall off because I finally got my first um, my first vaccination. So, oh, it's good. Which one did you get? The um, Moderna, I think. Right on. So, do you know when you're getting your second one, or? Uh, yeah, July 29th. Wait, you just got your first one when? It was two days ago. What? So, so uh, that's pretty quick because I got my first one in April and I got my um next one in uh, May. Well, they were um they were delayed um 
getting the vaccinations at my pharmacy. Oh, okay. Because um, they're, they're a smaller outfit. So I think that's why they have the so availability. So, so are they going to have a live crowd at uh, Best in the World? Uh, yeah. Nice. Because I really hate Ring of Honor, the way it's set up where they're still in front of no crowd. It's it's terrible. Just like because it's not really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's um, you know, un- unfortunately, I mean, w- yes, WWE takes the cake in terms of being unbearable to watch without an audience, and um, you know, I, some might some might even say it's even worse with the with the Thunderdome uh, in the you know in the in the uh, silent cheering and the, <laughs> you know stuff going on, but um, but yeah, especially with um, I would say Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor, those two are just um, absolutely brutal to watch with with no crowd, and it, you know, th- and that's not saying anything against the the wrestling going on. I think, but I think it's especially important. When you have smaller venue shows, you need that energy to drive the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll I'll give you um I'll give you a perfect example. Um, even though it, even though it's not a wrestling show, um, I told you on the last week's show that I recently went to a comedy show that was hosted by my friend in West Virginia. Yep. And that was a tiny, tiny um, 40 seat comedy club. Oh, wow. And, um, and because of the because of the energy of the crowd and how you know involved everybody was, the, the size of the crowd didn't matter, but it, it just it blew anything that WWE has been doing out of the water because you had that real, you know, authentic crowd interaction. Okay. So, but like I, like I said, you know, talking about, you know, Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling or a smaller outfit, you know, them in particular, those shows really need it because you don't have the you don't have the fancy sets and the you know and the and the background stuff to kind of gloss it up mm-hmm. you know that, that that's just straight up professional wrestling and that's what that that's why a, a guy like me really enjoys that kind of thing and and honestly gravitates more to um you know uh, the the indie operation I'm part of, or 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 a um, a Ring of Honor pay per view than a WWE or an AEW offering, even though AEW uh, does so much better in a lot of different capacities than WWE. Um, but you know, speaking of. Speaking of AEW, I'm so glad they're back to Wednesday. Jesus Christ! Right. the the show the show on the show on Wednesday was was so much better. I didn't th- yeah. I didn't 
I didn't think Saturdays was bad, but Wednesdays was was so much better. Yep. So All right, with, uh, with, uh, speaking of that, uh, why don't we get into this this weekend wrestling? And we start off with uh, Monday Night Raw, Ben. <laughs> okay, so so I'm kind of gonna stru- structure this a little bit different because there was a running theme throughout the evening. Okay. They built this show almost like a movie kind of thing, which which is something that I I appreciated, um, but then then they kind of um, then they kind of went down as as the show got to the climax. Let me explain what I'm talking about. So. The the first match was a battle royal um, to determine um, uh, the next spot in in the Money in the Bank um, ladder match for for the men, and um, Matt Riddle had uh, gone backstage and pretended to hand um, to hand um, Pierce and Deville. A note allegedly written by Randy Orton, although it was very obvious that uh, Matt Riddle wrote it, and it was pretty much saying that uh, Matt Riddle has my permission to take my place in in this battle royal and, and fight on my behalf. Um, so, so it was it was very obvious that that this was going to be built around Matt, Matt Riddle and that he was going to win. So we don't even have to go over the battle royal uh, spot by spot because um, it's just not not necessary because it was all set up for the for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and and pl- and plus the the match itself is is not um, was not good. You know I. The Royal Rumble is one thing. It's, it's one of my favorite events of the year. But when, otherwise, when you try to do a, a battle royal on TV, talking about WWE, it sucks. Um, okay, so then uh, ne- next up, we have... Uh, we have... Bliss getting ready for her crap with with Reggie and Shane and company. I really don't care about that. That is just an absolute low light. Um, the quicker that this bullshit can stop with Reginald and Shayna and Bliss and all, and Nikki Cross and whatever the fuck that is. Um, the happier I'll be as a human being. I mean, it, it's just sometimes I stare at Monday Night Raw and all I feel like saying to myself is, "Where the fuck did my childhood go?" Because this isn't it. Like it, it legitimately pisses me off. But um, trying not to uh, blow a gasket this early on in the show, match number two was also a highlight because almost a superhero aka Ash also known as Nikki Cross 
complete with superhero outfit. I swear to God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What did you say? Almost a superhero, aka what? Ash. Nikki Ash. Ash as in A S H Ash. Yes, almost a superhero. Why? Why? Oh, because my. It, oh my candle! I know I just <laughs> okay. Nikki Ash. <laughs> this sucks. <sighs> Donkey okay. Dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on from that because you can infer by our tone that we just absolutely uh, cannot stand this bullshit. Um. Oh, so speaking of bullshit, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I got, I got a little uh, quiz question for for Elio. Um, how, g- give me a guess, my friend. How long would you say this match went with Nikki Cross? One minute. No. I wish... I wish to the wrestling gods that you were yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Four minutes. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> how, how, how long? Nine minutes and 40 seconds. What? What? <laughs> no, say the game. What? <laughs> Nine minutes and 40 seconds and well played. <laughs> no, I seriously didn't hear the first part. And I. How long? Wow. Nine minutes. Wow. Almost almost 10 minutes of my life was wasted with this bullshittery, ladies and gentlemen. And you ask us why we shit all over Monday Night Raw on a weekly basis right here on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. This is your answer. And we don't even we don't even need Johnny to reveal the prize. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what do we have next? Oh my god! And then here comes MVP with his uh, Lashley train all aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god! And, and then he has this promo with. Uh, Kofi Kingston. And let me say, I have no problem with Kofi Kingston whatsoever. Um, but is it just me, or is this whole thing with Kofi and and Bobby Lashley the most uninteresting title program possible? Yeah, I don't care about Kofi. I I don't want to see it. You know. It, I hate it when when any talent gets used as a transitional, uh, you know, opponent or transitional champion or whatever. But you know, especially in in, in this regard, because it is so obvious that they're using Kofi to get Lashley back to McIntyre after Money in the Bank, right? Oh my and, God! Again. And I, and yes, it is true when I say I don't care about Lashley versus Kofi, but I'd much rather see that two or three more times 
than than see Lashley versus McIntyre for fucking the tenth consecutive uh, situation. And um, you know, I don't know if that's an accurate number, but it damn sure feels like we're reaching the double digits with this matchup. And um, you know. The fact that we're getting Drew versus Bobby again, I mean, what in the hell? And, and see, my understanding was that Hell in a Cell was a thing of the past now. You know, we we did two shows regarding Hell in a Cell, and I would have thought that that would have been in the distant past even even by this past Monday. Um, and, and we're still seeing highlights of, of MVP getting, getting in the cell to, to save Lashley's ass, which, again, they keep over and over again playing this, this uh, package. And... Every time they do it, I die a little bit more inside because they couldn't possibly kill Hell in a Cell anymore. At least I thought so. And then they play this package again. Fans are already complaining. Well, I I, I don't blame them because my I'll, I'll tell you what, my head was literally smoking. You know, and then... And then we get the prototypical response from Kofi after MVP says that that he does he, that Kofi doesn't deserve it and Bobby does and blah blah blah. And here comes Kofi's response. I I really don't give a a damn. And then just as my evening is really beginning to beginning to become a shit show. Here comes Eva Marie and Piper Nevin. I will not call her Dewdrop. Yeah. This is just absolutely it's physically and emotionally painful for me to um, to do this because I could not possibly be any less interested in anything associated with Eva Marie if I tried. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't be a thing. Why in the fuck are we seeing this in 2021? I don't understand. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I do. I have to I have to take that back, ladies and gentlemen, because well, let's break this down a little bit. The reason why the women's division is is continuing to slide down shit mountain um is because Johnny Laurinaitis is back in control. Oh no. Oh are you serious? Oh, yes, and that's been the case for a little bit now. But in case you... Hit that, my back. People power. People power. We're going to make this a great show. Well, um, fuck you, people power. Um, 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we just had an unexpected uh, cameo courtesy of Johnny Ace. And um, and really, his name is not Johnny Ace. It should be Johnny Joker because that's what he's turning this this uh, women's division into. It's ridiculous. Hey, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. That's defamation of character. Uh, and uh, my uh, co-host just gave uh, a little nice uh, finger. <laughs> Live on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. That's what's going to make me famous, uh, bitch. Anyway. You know, we, ladies and gentlemen, we have to come up with ways to entertain ourselves during this segment of the show because Monday Night Raw sure as fuck doesn't get it done. Oh, let's see. And then we have Ricochet versus Johnny Drip Drip. And before this match started, Ricochet sprays Morrison in the face with his own drip stick. I didn't realize that was an anatomical possibility, but apparently it is. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know that this, this dripstick thing was an actual prop that uh, they've developed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, they, if they're if selling it on WWE.com. Well, well I, I got to tell you, I think that would be a very bad business decision, and I will, I will um, delight in telling you why. Um, have you ever, and I'm, I'm, I'm being serious, even though it, it, it's going to sound like a joke. Have you ever seen this drip stick up close? The one they use on uh, Ross? Yeah. No. Okay. So, it looked, and, 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 and seriously, this, this is not coming from, from immaturity or or trying trying to be funny. I'm I'm being dead serious right now. It, it to me, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like a penis pump. Oh no. <laughs> I, I, oh oh that, that. Did, does anyone think things through anymore? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I don't think that that fits the PG narrative that WWE is constantly trying to push. You know, I don't know if uh, you uh, saw that video about, about the by uh, those four guys. Uh, apparently, like the Wiggles, uh, Disney's the Wiggles. Uh, yeah. With a clap? No, I I I can very happily say I missed that. Oh my! You know I'm gonna send you the video, and <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Hold on, let me live on the PNC Professional Wrestling Podcast, fans. I'm about to uh, just bear with me. I'm looking something up here, <laughs> and I'm gonna send it to my co-host." And meanwhile, while he's doing research, I'm having a, an allergic reaction to Johnny uh, Johnny Drip 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 Stick. Oh my god! Cue the Jeopardy. Okay, so so, so Ben, I found it. I'm going to send it to you right now, and I want you to take a f- listen to it. And people, people be like, you know. People be like, get over it. Just like, uh, move on. It was a joke. But just, 
I sent you the link. I want you to watch the video and tell me. Okay, so live right now on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, I'm clicking on the link. Is your volume turned up? Let me turn this up. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. All right. Can you hear that? Uh, no, I already heard it. I, I just wanted you to hear it. Okay, that is apparently that's Disney, the Wiggles. So, uh, oh. who okay. wants to clap? I want it to. What? Okay. What, what, what? No, no. Okay. Just, I. Uh, it would describe the fans what I just said. What the? Just yeah. I'm I'm absolutely horrible. Can okay. I turn it off now? No, turn it off. I thought it was over. I thought it was done. I just wanted you to listen to he he to like a few minutes of it. Well, no, I, this was the this was it was one minute and ten seconds. Hold on. But oh my god, what the fuck? You know, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not up on on current uh, children's trends because I'm a grown ass man. Um, but um, aren't the Wiggles supposed to be an act exclusively for children? Yep. And and yet they're talk they're pretty much talking about an STD. Okay. What? In, a, in a children's music video? I first saw this on uh, TikTok and people were like, this one guy was like uh, outraged by it and then everyone else that commented was like, dude, it's a joke. And it's like, I don't care. I know, it's terrible. That's, that's not a good joke. That's not... No, it's terrible. No, no. What? How? And that's why when you told me of that about John Morrison and the dripstick, I'm like, oh, okay, why? <laughs> okay, well, go, go on. I, I don't know how we uh, went down this rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, I'm see, trying to find my way out. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is the perils of Monday Night Raw. This is, this is the depths that we have to sink to try to make this shit compelling for you to listen to on a... Uh, on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, whenever this gets uploaded. Um, but uh, but I'm sure my co-host wouldn't mind if I moved on and tried to get that imagery out of my head. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> that was that was very that was very well played on your behalf. Um, but let's see. <laughs> Uh, so, match five. Oh, the, the, the low lights keep coming, man. I'll tell you what. It's, it's true what they say. This shit really does roll downhill. Because guess what we have up next, ladies and gentlemen? 
we have a six-woman tag team match with Charlotte Flair, Natalia Neidhart, Tamina, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Rhea Ripley. Now, before I get into the match, Elio, I'd like to ask you a question, and it's going to sound like a rhetorical question, but just humor me anyway, all right? Okay. What the fuck has happened to Rhea Ripley on the main roster? I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, this woman used to be a badass on NXT UK and the US version as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you re- do you remember her 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 match with Raquel Gonzalez? Oh, I love that match. That was that was so great. I loved everything about that match. The battle of the badasses. <laughs> do you do you remember her? Epic clashes with Tony Storm on NXT UK. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, you can tell me that this is the same woman that we're witnessing on Monday Night Raw. But but I I don't I don't care what my eyes tell me. I'm I'm trusting my other senses. This is not the same woman that was on NXT UK and NXT US. <laughs> it's not. She can't cut her promo. She she looks hideous, which Rhea Ripley was never a bad looking girl in uh, you know in, in in NXT at all. And they have this new presentation of, and the fact that that she can't cut a promo to save her life in this iteration. Everything about this is absolutely hideous. And and trust me, I don't mean to insult Rhea Ripley at all. I'm not going after the person because I think I think she's great at what she does. And all those body shaming bitches can't go fuck themselves. Uh, just just go back to our show last week and listen to my thoughts on on Piper Nevin and how she's being treated on the main roster with the body shaming crap. So I, I am by no means trying to do that with Rhea Ripley, but this is absolutely painful. And I, I remember, I remember her with uh, long hair. You remember when she had long hair? Yeah, I do. And and uh, they made her cut it. Yeah, and and I'm so glad you brought that up. I am really glad. Do you do you remember the reason why her hair was cut? Because she looks uh, she looks so much like a Charlotte Flair. Yeah, she looks nothing like Charlotte Flair. Get out of here. Yeah, she, I got I, and I got to tell you, okay, no no bullshit. Um, Charlotte Flair is a beautiful woman. I I I mean that. I mean, I, I prefer her without all the Botox in her face, but she she, she really is a beautiful woman. But <laughs> but so so is uh, Rhea Ripley without all this bullshit that's being done to her on the main roster. You know, WWE is just so fucking clueless. It's, it's ridiculous. Speaking of clueless, um. We had Jackson Riger flogging himself 
in preparation for a five-minute strap match with with uh, Elias. What the fuck was that? What was the point of that? Can I can this for the sweet love of God? Can this please stop? I'm begging. I'm absolutely begging. If there if there's anyone in in earshot of this podcast right now who has any power to to deliver a miracle, I would real I would really appreciate some sort of explanation as to what the fuck is going on here. Because I I I can't I can't for the life of me figure out why this is happening on Monday Night Raw other than the obvious uh, no one gives a fuck. This this is a third match, right? Yeah, I mean, you bought Jackson Riker back for this? Really? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, what do you got next? Okay, and then actually, the the main event between uh, Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle, that was a really good match. I I will say that was a really good match. And remember how I said earlier they they kind of built the main event program program abroad on a on a really solid basis, and they built it up up like a movie because you know you. Yep. Knew that he was gonna win the battle royal, and he had a really good match in the main event to, uh, you know, to try to earn um, Orton a spot in the Money in the Bank uh, match. So they they go through all this effort for the better part of three hours, and um, you know they put they put him in the ring with Drew McIntyre. He's having a great match. Only to have a worked foot injury when he accidentally kicks the steps, the, the steel steps, and then, and then that's when you're not wearing boots. Yeah, well, that, well, well, and that's why spots like this intended to be worked or not are very stupid because he doesn't wear boots, and you could you could very easily legitimately hurt yourself kicking. Mm-hmm. The steel steps with bare feet. So that in and of itself was perfect example. Is uh, the Von Eric. So one of the Von, I think it either one or both of them don't wear boots at all. Yeah, well, uh, Matt, Matt Riddle needs to start wearing boots. I've had enough of the flip flop gimmick. Yep. Um, but any, and, and speaking of the flip flop gimmick, is anyone else really tired of the birds? They come flying out of his seat when he when he kicks the the flip flops off. Okay, like I, a super slow motion thing. Yeah, like I yeah. I love Matt Riddle, but Jesus Christ. So anyway, so they work this this foot injury into into the match, and he's taken to the back. Um, he's taken to the back for for treatment as the match continues because it's a triple threat uh, last chance match between uh, Matt Riddle, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, and, um, and after a while, 
here comes Matt Riddle hobbling back out. So obviously, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well this is this is the story that that, that they're going with. They're going to have Matt Riddle represent uh, Randy Orton in the uh, in in the uh, Money in the Bank match. Okay, um, you know, if you really think about that, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because since when does Randy Orton need assistance? Mm-hmm. But but none, nonetheless, it, it made sense with the narrative that they were building all night long. So I was like, okay, we'll go with that. No. They don't go with that because as soon as Maryland gets back in the ring, he gets taken out by Drew McIntyre only for Drew McIntyre to hit the Claymore on on Riddle for the for the one two three. Um, it, 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 no, it, might I might I point out something about wrestling booking and something that WWE seems to be missing? Okay. You built this entire show around Matt Riddle. You have you have an injury angle. You haven't brought back in. You're doing everything right to tell the story correctly, and you do all that only for him to take a bro kick. Um, why or not? No, I'm sorry, not a not a bro kick, uh, Claymore kick. And then and then Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre makes Matt Riddle eat a pen. Um. Mr. Canella or Professor Canella, so, uh, might I pose a question? Okay. Why the hell? And I, I apologize for cursing in your classroom, but I'm very frustrated. Why couldn't AJ Styles take the pain in that scenario? I I wish I knew. I don't understand the logic there. Well. Well, first of all, Matt Riddle should have won if you're going with that narrative yeah, that you were see. building all night. Right. But at, the, at the very least, if you're going to have Drew McIntyre win, at least have him pin AJ Styles so so Matt Riddle, you know, doesn't look like a piece of shit. You built him up all night long on behalf of... of his tag team partner, RK Bro, is is arguably the um, you know, the most interesting thing on Monday Night Raw, at least it is for me. And and this and this is what you do. First of all, I can I can call out many different uh, many different flaws in the, in this thinking outside of what I just mentioned uh, in this match here. Um, but um, one. Since, since when does Randy Orton need help? Uh, two, um, you just you just erase three three plus hours of storytelling uh, with that finish. And number number three, um, the fact that AJ Styles was not pinned in this scenario is fucking mind numbing. Because he he's the only one in the match who could afford to take a clean loss based on the stories being told on WWE television. I uh, did I miss anything? 
this is this is ridiculous. But I do have good news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not. Okay. This review of of Monday Night Raw is officially over, and we get to move on to something more interesting. That, of course, is NXT. Let me pull up the results here. All right, so NXT this week, our first match, we open with a three-way tag match. The team of Io Shirai and Zoe Stark defeating the Kudakai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Abbey Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, and they gave this match 14 minutes. Then, Ben, okay, the Diamond Mine. I, I need to see more because right now I don't get it. I don't like this group. I'm sorry. I, I haven't seen much, but I don't like them. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna give it time, but okay. but right but right now I'm I'm extremely inclined to agree with you because look, Roger Strong doesn't need to be in another group. Um, you know, Russ, would, Russ Tyler, Tyler Russ doesn't need to be in any group. He sucks. Yeah, I mean, he had uh, um, he had one really good match in his debut, and then he went down the shit. And he was the one who was originally paired with Malcolm Bivens. So technically, wouldn't that make him the leader since uh, Malcolm Bivens is like their like. Uh, Manager or mouthpiece? Well, well, you know, but you have to keep in mind, yes, from a logical perspective, but but if if you have um, Tyler Russ as the head of a that's true, that, that the head be, of a stable, that, then that makes them even less interesting. Yeah, that's true. No, no, I was just thinking logically, which is not uh, something we normally do here because. Well, there, no, there's no we, such thing. We, no, 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 I have to correct you there because we use tons of logic on this show. What you, what you mean to say, right? Yeah, is go on. Yeah, WWE uses no logic, so then we have to fill in all the gaps. Right, right. Yeah, I'm still flabbergasted. They have me. I, I know. You, you, you said. You sound like you sound like me during one of my rants. So, um, Roderick Strong defeats Asher Hale again. This guy again, Ben. What do you think about this guy, Asher Hale? Well, I, I can't really get a good look at him because all they all they're using for is is jobbing situations. And let's take a look at his resume. So this is a somewhat it was well, not really the indie spotlight because I'm curious of this guy just to see. So apparently, uh, he has uh, WWE on his uh, resume because he's been he's had five matches on Two or Five Live. Oh, well, I didn't I didn't know that because he, he lost to uh, one guy named Grayson Waller. He had lost a tag match against Dararia and Tony Nice, and uh, he's. Uh, yeah, he lost a singles match against Tony Nese and Tavari, and yeah, so he does have somewhat WB on his uh, resume here. Yeah, well, so so far he hasn't really impressed me. 
So then next we have Cameron Grimes defeating Ari Sterling. And here's another one. Uh, have you heard of uh, this guy? Uh, no, I have not. Take a look at this guy. So Ari Sterling, of course, he was on 205 Live as well. So that's uh, where he was mostly featured. And uh, he was one of the opponents who defeated um, uh, Asher Hale. Tell you what, they they absolutely gutted 205 Live um, with this latest round of releases. I don't know who watched 205 Live anyway. I mean, Vince, Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> uh, apparently, I, I, I don't know, but it, it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Nathan. Like, uh, okay, but my question is this, and I, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. Okay. Um, why is it that main event in two hundred five live exists? I don't know. I really but, don't know. And, and and I ask that because yes, it's good for more people to have. A, a place to go and a, and a platform. I get all that, but if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna feature your, your your all of your assets within your programming, then I don't know why why it's there. For for and and the most recent example I can I can give you is. Um, and, and this is this isn't even main event or two hundred five live. NXT UK, right? Piper and Evan was a, was a was a big deal over there. They bring her over to Monday Night Raw for a debut a couple weeks ago. Who's this lady? We have no idea who this lady is. What's her name? I want to learn more. Mean, meanwhile, as you as you so studiously brought up. Um. Uh, the the other week because you're much more familiar with NXT UK than I am, uh, and that's partially why I appreciate you as a co-host because you fill in the gaps. Um, you know, but you you brought up the fact that she's had great matches with um with Tony Storm. You 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 brought up the fact that she's been featured with Rhea Ripley. And um, Kaylee Ray, and I'm, I'm still pissed off that Kaylee Ray lost the uh, NXT UK Women's Championship, but nonetheless. My heart still hurts. Absolutely. I don't blame you at all. Um, but, you know, it's just, she, she's gone head to head with some very heavy hitters. And, and WWE expects us not to know who she is. Really, you're one. You're gonna treat your talent like a piece of shit, but two, you're gonna treat your fans as if they're idiots again. And you expect us to take your platform seriously? Um, you know, I I, I mean no disrespect to the talent that that busts her ass on on main event and two of five live and NXT UK. Absolutely not. I have nothing but the utmost respect for that. Um, but it, it boggles my mind that WWE 
uh, you know, has all these different um, brands and resources under their umbrella, and yet this is what we get on a weekly basis. Okay, like, like you have some of the best talent you ever assembled in the history of your te- of your television product. And we only get to see 20% of it if, if we watch a main roster television. And yet, if, if, if somebody cares enough to, to watch your other products, because clearly you don't care to advertise it or do anything or do anything to draw attention to it, because if it's not named uh, Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown, nobody gives a fuck. On in terms of main roster management, um, then why we why would you expect us to take it seriously as a as a business practice? And and furthermore, um, this this is what really bothers me about um about the uh, the higher the higher ups telling us if you don't like it, don't watch. Uh, excuse me. Uh, motherfuckers, um, that is not, uh, uh, I don't call that a criticism. I don't call what I just said a criticism. I'm certainly not criticizing the motherfucking talent. But, but how could a gap that large exist? And then, and then I'm excited not to go on a rant when you pretend that we're not supposed to know who Piper fucking Nevin is. But meanwhile, you want to you want to rename her a lesbian, aka Dewdrop? Fuck you. How, where did, where does that rank in the history of rants right here on the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, Elio? Well, look at your name. Okay, well, let me uh, let me put you back on uh, full. Um, on full screen here. Yes, I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, uh, then then we move on to our tag team match with Boa and Sayali defeating Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. Oh god. Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Now, thank God Mercedes Martinez is going to be okay. Last I heard, she's out of the hospital. She has a concussion. This lady got knocked the fuck out. Uh, you know, don't don't sue me for copyright, Chris Tucker. Um, but this lady got knocked the fuck out by Zaylee. The, the fe- and, and think and thank God the the ref caught it pretty quick, but but he, like that match should have been called even before even before Zaya went for the pin attempt. They should have just kept kept, kept counting because Zaya let her up um, to facilitate the so called kickout. It. it it was so obvious the second that heel hit that she was out. So, and 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 look, Zaya either needs to pull that, and I'm not I'm not blaming Zaya, but Zaya either needs to pull that, or 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 these people need to uh, 
you know, need to need to really uh, watch their their talent. They they did pretty good, but the the, the, the kick out thing where the where the match continued for for uh, like thirty more seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? Because if I tell you what, if if that's a if that's a UFC fight. And people are getting pummeled on after after they get knocked out. That's a fucking problem. And, and that 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 that's um that's that's happened before. You know, um, for those of you that are not familiar with uh, with MMA uh, or UFC, um, look up Steve. Look up. Uh, Dana White's rants on Steve Mazzagatti, a UFC ref. Every time he's in the ring, s- somebody gets messed up because because he doesn't call he doesn't call it after they get knocked out. He's 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 standing around like he's like he's fucking twiddling his dick instead of refereeing a fight. And, and I'm not, I'm not saying WWE did that. Um, but but even that little thirty second gap before the match was called, um, before she even hit the floor, I'm like, okay, somebody needs to call the match. And, and uh, I hate that kind of shit. Yeah. And then the main event, Ben, we have a new North American champion. I see a Swerve Scott. All right, now. Rant number two, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't get it twisted. I love Isaiah Swerve Scott. Absolutely. I I wish nothing but the best for the guy. I I, I am a fan. Hit Rose growing on me. I, I, I get it. Okay? But if the rumors are true... That Bronson Reed is already getting called up to the main roster, and that's why he dropped the North American Championship. Um, might I say, um, and I'm, I might be approaching a record share for number of f bombs dropped on a podcast, but what the fuck is going on? Uh, because you have so much talent that Bronson Reed could work with, you could build him up. So much more, and yet um, you're you're gonna go the Keith Lee route with him and ruin him on the main roster by calling him up. And and, th- and think about this: Keith Lee was a double champion when he got called up. Well, he uh, well he dropped the North American title pretty quick, but then right after that he got called up. But, but the, the, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, what is it with the need to call these people up before they reach their full potential? You know, because I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Bronson Reed will not be used properly on the main roster. If they, fuck, if they fucked up Keith Lee this bad, and I still don't know where he is. He's on a milk card now, not out in Idaho somewhere. Uh, you know, if they fucked him up this bad, what the fuck are they going to do to Bronson Reed? 
Because I, I, I promise you, if they give him the dewdrop treatment, I'm going to blow a gasket to oh. the likes of which you've oh. never fucking seen. Who would they even pair him with, though? I don't, I don't not know. Shane, not Sheamus. Don't put him with Sheamus. Whatever, well, whatever you do, I don't know what they're going to do, but Jesus Christ, this is just, ugh. All right, so that's our NXT review. Uh, on to AEW, Ben. What do you got? A much right. better, a much better show than uh, the two that we've seen this past week. So yeah, this is um, this is the farewell to uh, Daly's place in Jacksonville, at least till August fourth, which is the real farewell show. Um, <coughs> but this is. This was the last show of the pandemic era, thank God. Hey. Um, yeah, can, can we get a round of applause for, just for that? Thank you so much. Thanks for playing. Um, but um, I was actually pleasantly surprised that Penta and Kingston beat the Young Bucks. First of all... This is a great uh, match. Yes, yes, it was, and um, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the Young Bucks. Um, longtime listeners know that, mostly because they're allergic to selling. Um, but they are capable of putting on an entertaining match. But I have to tell you, the most entertaining part of this whole uh, situation. Was uh was the Young Bucks entrance and Tony Schiavone because he was like, "What the hell is this? The, these guys look like porn stars <laughs> with with their mustaches and their outfits and shit." Yeah. But, but just because of the level of douchiness exuded from the Young Bucks. Talking about their characters, not not in actuality, but just because of the levels of douchiness, I was so happy that Eddie and Penta got the victory here. Yep. But but yeah, match wise, this was a, this was a high point, you know. And I I have no problem giving uh, I have no problem giving props where they're earned, and this was definitely one of those situations. So number match number two was um, Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy. Um, nice little, uh, nice little follow up to uh, to Jungle Boy having a very good showing in his first AEW Championship match on the previous uh, Saturday show. Yep. So, so that was nice. Um, I did not like the Hardy Family Office. Uh, running, running in after the fact, no. um, because because it makes it um, it makes it more about Matt Hardy and, and uh, Christian Cage yep. than um, than um, Jungle Boy, which I don't appreciate. Um, and then we have MJF getting promo time, yeah, which I go on. I actually. Oh, shut the fuck up. I like MJF. I, I oh, get out of here. MJF sucks. 
His co-hosts are garbage. Oh, fuck you. You're getting muted. Where the fuck is the mute button? <laughs> you the can't go- mute me. Where the goddamn is the mute button? Shit, I can't find it. But... <laughs> see what happens See what happens when you back him, JF. You can't even, you're unable to find the mute button. Okay, I I I I needed to take a moment to to digest Elio's level of stupidity. Uh, Why? And and just for that, you earned your very own and your very first exclusive, just for you. Excuse me, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't doesn't like MJF. Plays the perfect heel. What the fuck is wrong with you? He and never wrestles. All he does is talk. He doesn't do anything. Oh, sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go on. I don't hear you saying that about Roman Reigns' heel work. Roman Reigns actually wrestles. Go on. Well, oh, really? When's the, when's the last time he wrestled on SmackDown? Good God. Go on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, see, Go on. see, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is a sign of Elio's defeat. He's trying to change the subject because he knows I'm right. Okay. Let's go. All right, and then we got Andrade. Who's okay? This pissed me off. So uh, Andrade is is scheduled to have his um. His debut match, yeah, uh, and he wants it against Matt Seidel. What? Um, what? What? What's wrong with that? Uh, no, no, no. Why? What's wrong? Not, not good enough for Andrade's first match in AEW. No. All right. Go That's on. just me. Um, TNT Championship match: Amiro versus Brian Pillman. Uh, this is what Miro should have been all along. Not this video game, uh, virgin-like character. I don't, you know. Yep. Miro is not a video game virgin. He's a killer. What the fuck? Uh, match number four was my bathroom break. Listen to this and tell and tell me if this match doesn't piss you off. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero versus Britt Baker and Rebel. Yeah, this was a bad match. How did you see a Rebel that injured? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I, I hope not. I hope not seriously, but I did see she injured her leg. Yeah. No, this. No, you're right. This was not a good match. See, this, this is these are the kinds of matches that don't belong on TV at all. Yep. And then, just for you once again, MJF versus Sammy Guevara. I liked this match. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. The only complaint that I have about this match, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that it did not end after MJF hit the... Uh, Hit the pile driver off the second rope on Sammy Guevara. Once 
One seeing me kicked out of that, I was kind of taken out of the match a little bit because there's no way anybody should be kicking out of a pile driver, um, especially a pile driver like that. But other than that, that was uh, that was a great match, and it it rounded out what was um what was a very very good show, with the exception of uh with the exception of Vicky Guerrero's match and uh, a couple of other minor blips. Okay, well, what, what, what do you give this show? I I, I would give it a, a seven point five. No, that, that letters. Oh, oh yes, I, I I forget the difference in our metric system. Um, I I would give it a, a B minus. Okay. I'm gonna go the opposite and give it a B plus. Always have to one up me, don't you, you greedy motherfucker. Uh, no, no, I, no, I love my co-host. I just love playing with him almost as much as he likes playing with me at the beginning of the show with these well, fucking well, terrible. Well, see, I deserve, I, I deserve yeah, see, I deserve it with the torture I put you through, so. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Hey, and, and on top of that, you, you also deserve it because sometimes you're very delayed with the show uploads. And I have to kick you in the ass to get it done. Well, this week, there was a very good reason. Uh, yeah, yes, and, and I, I am aware of that, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. But yes, you're absolutely right. Okay, so that is our review of AEW, and now we're going to move on to SmackDown. Okay, Ben, what you say this week, SmackDown? Um, eh. uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it as much. All right, so let's, see, let's get this. Um, we have Biggie and Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin. Now, Ben, have you did you with the WBS done? What's that? They've uh, filed a trademark for Happy Corbin. Oh, no, no, don't tell me that. Oh, God. Why? Oh, good lord. And, and you know what? I don't know. I don't know how a, a face Baron Corbin is going to work. No. He, he, this, no one wants to cheer him. He's, he's not likable at all. And you know what? If he makes you hit him that much, he's doing his job. You know? Uh, all right. Well, I, well I, largely, uh, largely I, would, I would agree with you. Um, it's just that I think, I think there's a difference between heel heat and go away heat. And I, I, I really believe that, um, that Baron Corbin, uh, kind of goes over the line from time to time. Um, and, and I just, I'm not the biggest fan of, of, of his. Nope. That's why. And, no, I did and, like I did like his uh, NXT character a lot more. They used to call him Boring Corbin, but I kind of like that one more than what they're doing with him now. Yeah, I I I definitely enjoyed the Lone Wolf version of him much better than 
<laughs> and plus, this uh, this King Corbin gimmick just went too long. Yeah. Entirely too long. So, let's see. Next, we had a last man standing match that went 23 minutes, 31 seconds. Kevin Owens defeating Sami Zayn. So, Owens is now in the money in the bank. Um, what is it? Is it I want to I want to get your take on this, okay. um, because I thought they had a very very good match. I, I really did. I, I actually I thought this was one of the better TV matches of the, of the year, quite frankly. And and um and I would even say that this one was better than uh, than their WrestleMania offering. Oh, which it was just saying something. Um. But but was this just me or um, did the did the table spots get a little bit too ridiculous at the end there? Yeah, so some of those table spots were just uh, too much. Yeah, I mean I I understand why they did it, but it's just you know unless they have something to top it and money in the bank, it, it was just like Jesus Christ. Because, because if they worked that hard to get in the match, then then they better have a damn good plan for the actual match. Because as much as I like the Money in the Bank stipulation, they have really dropped the ball um, over the last number of years. So I'm hoping that with a match that could to qualify for Money in the Bank, that the actual Money in the Bank will be much better. All right. And uh, next, we have Liv Morgan defeating a returning Selena Vega. Now, okay, you know what's really weird here? They they released Selena Vega. They just cut Alistair Black. Yet they bring Selena Vega back. That doesn't make sense. Well, well and, it, and, it really, and it really doesn't make sense after everything that, that um, transpired because... You know, we went over this um, on uh, on a previous episode when all that stuff first broke, right? <laughs> so, um, so pretty pretty much, um, she got released after she um, started an OnlyFans after a WWE's uh, third party ban situation. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you something off here. I'm gonna tell you start off here. Yeah, and I and I was I was behind her 100% in her uh, criticisms once she got released, and and she and I felt really bad for her because um, because I don't think that she deserves to get released in the first place. But then after after everything she said. Um, about you know unionization and all of this other stuff and me really having respect for her based on how she handled her exit i gotta tell you i wasn't i wasn't too happy to to see her back because it's it's almost it's almost to me like um like she she kind of devalued her, herself by coming back, um, you know, because I, th- I, f- I feel like she really had 
um, had support, and then and then she went back to the big bad wolf because they offered her whatever they offered her. Yeah, so I I don't get it. But that brings us to our main event, Ben. This is your main event. Did you ever think you'd see this as a main event? Otis defeating Angelo Dawkins. They gave this match two minutes. Well, well, well. First of all, that that wasn't the main event. The main event was Edge versus uh, Jimmy Uso. Wait, that that was an official match, or or was that made uh, on the spot? No, that, 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 that was an official match, absolutely. Oh, no, because I'm looking at this here. I don't have that on there. Hold on, let me, let me double check, but I, I, know for a, I know for a fact that they had that match because they ended with that. Okay. Um, I mean, what, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you can no, go on. No. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you're... Uh, that you're wrong, but I, I just no, I know, I, just, I know. I, that's why I'm saying go ahead and try to check because I don't know if. Uh... Let's see. Um, so, okay, hold on. Because uh, that, that this if if they did, then I'm good because uh, this should not be a main event. Angel Dawkins and Otis. And while my uh, co-host is doing that, they also had a segment uh, with uh, Bailey and Bianca Belair. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that segment either. I, yeah, not the best one. I didn't like it. I preferred uh, their previous segments a lot better. Oh no, no, it it wasn't it wasn't a match. It was a segment between the two of them. Okay, to, all right. To yeah. end the show. So yeah, so this was uh yeah. So Ben, did you, you think that you'd see this as a main event? Or just an angel of Dawkins? <laughs> no, no. Oh, it is. It's, they, it's, they, they gave this match two minutes. And again, Otis, every time they put the camera up to his face, he's get that creepy look. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of camera cuts, ugh, oh, they, no. did, they did so many camera cuts when Edge was beating the shit out of Jey Uso in the show. Is it, I, is, I, it, is it the kind of camera cuts that uh, you would uh, get sick if you had, like... Yes. Just, ow, they gotta stop that. I yeah, let me, let me, um, let me see if I can, if I can send you the... Uh, the Twitter clips that I that I, that I found of of the what I'm talking about. Hold on. Well, I I, I have it recorded. I have SmackDown recorded on my. Well, no, I, well, I understand that, but I'm just. Oh, I'm you, just, you you have just a clip itself. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so hang on one second. Yeah, to, just send me the URL. Because you know, oh, I swear, I, this is what why I really don't want to watch wrestling anymore on a weekly basis, is for for that reason alone. Because they, they, they those camera things are ridiculous. Like yeah. fan, fans, I don't know about uh, all of you, but I'm not a fan of the camera cuts at all. Okay, hold on. All right, then. Uh, so. like, while my co-host is doing that, I'm going to um, close out uh, the SmackDown review, and I'm going to pull up, because I have for my co-host, 
a bit of trivia. And uh, he's gonna like this trivia, I'm sure. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure I will. You know, um, most of, most of the time, I really end up sucking at at trivia. I, I but, found. But you know what? I wonder how many of how many of these trivia questions are actually correct because because there have been a few that I that have had us scratching our heads, and I've had to go back and uh, look information up to make sure that it's right. Yeah, yeah, a couple of them. Uh, didn't really make sense to me. So, um, Ben, if you can't find that now, uh, we can always you can always uh, do that off air. No, no, I just sent it to you just now. Oh, the, oh, yep, something just came through through the. Okay, let me see. Checked up. Ben's uh, bear with us. I'm going to take this because. Okay. So this is exactly seventy. Um, hold on, let me, let me see how long it is. Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, did it, did it get fucked up again? Hang on, I'll just, um, here, I'll, I'll, uh, Jesus, what the hell? That's ridiculous, I swear. I, and that's uh, where I... That's when I have to like just like step away from the television because when they do that, it's like I, I just can't watch. Yeah. All right, so Ben, uh, we see we close the show. Uh, before we do that, I got the trivia here in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, how well do you know Carmela? Not as well as I like to. <laughs> Well, as far as you know, as far as uh, the only thing you know about her is that uh, we're on, she's a part of Team Yummy and that she's going out to Corey Graves. Uh, yeah, which, which you know, I'm, we're, ju- we're just having fun here. I'm not, I'm not being a creep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. So here we go. Let's see how well my co-host knows Carmela. Are you ready, Ben? Yeah. Question number one. Carmella beats who in her first SmackDown match? Becky Lynch, Natalia, Liv Morgan, or Brie Bella? I'm going to say Brie Bella. Natalia. Oh, boo. Carmella is a second-generation superstar. True or false? True. True. Her father is a enhancement worker from the 80s, Paul Van Dale. She won each of the following twice, except which title? SmackDown Women's title, Money in the Bank, or 24-7 Championship? Uh, 24-7 Championship. SmackDown Women's title. I thought she she did win that twice. You know what? I'm going to have to look that up, too. You You see, this is what I'm talking about. You know what? I wonder if our good friend Google will help us if she's awake. That is, Let, let's take a look because I I wonder if she will help us. Hold on, all right. Let's take a look. Okay, while I'm getting Google awake, 
Ben, who was Carmella's first one-on-one pay-per-view opponent? Maurice, Nikki Bella, or Naomi? Um, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Who was Carmella's first one-on-one pay-per-view opponent? Maurice, Nikki Bella, or Naomi? I'm going to say Nikki Bella. Correct. All right, let's take a look here. Hold on. Hold on. All right, so the next one. Who did she defeat to win her first title? Charlotte Flair, Bailey, or Sasha Banks? Um... I I think I think she beat um I think she beat Sasha Banks. No 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 no, no. hold on. You want the options again? Yeah. Charlotte Flair, Nikki. I uh, sorry, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, or Sasha Banks. I, I think I think she beat Bailey. Charlotte Flair. Oh boo. When the, fuck, when the fuck did that happen? What the fuck? Hi, Google. I'm not doing well here, ladies and gentlemen. How can I help? How many times has Carmella won the SmackDown Women's Championship? Here's what I found. Well, that doesn't tell me anything, sir. Thanks for nothing, Google. Fuck, I'll just look. Man, Google is uh, being lazy today. All right. <laughs> we'll look that up. I'll look that up on my own time. Okay. Okay. Who, who, wait, wait. Okay. Carmella faced Alexa Bliss, Nia Jackson, Eva Marine, and NXT, true or false? Say again, I was looking up the Carmella set. Say again. Okay, Carmella faced Alexa Bliss, Nia Jackson, Eva Marie in NXT. True or false? I'm going to say false. True. Then they, they all had a match against each other at one point in NXT. Okay. Who did she submit to win the second mixed match challenge? Oscar, Mickey James, or Alicia Fox? Um, uh, Mickey James. Alicia Fox. Yeah. Or, or as they would say, Alicia Fox. <laughs> Oh yeah, at which at which WrestleMania did she win the Battle Royal? 34, 35, 36, or 37? Uh 35. Correct. All right, so that's the last question. Uh, yeah. Uh some of these questions, I don't know. But uh Ben we say bring show to a close. Absolutely. All right, so Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Ben, I'm Elliot with PNC Breakers and Podcast. We will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
Goodbye and hit my music. Colossal we come these renegades.